Welcome back to the Media <laughs> Podcast. Welcome back to the Mediocre Podcast. My name is Dan, and I'm accompanied by Samuel and Christopher, and we Hello. are a band called Mediocre at Best. And we just put out a music video. Yeah, music Videotron. Uh, so Moving go check picture. that out on our YouTube channel. It's really more cinema yeah. than a music video. Yeah. Music it's, cinema? It's film. Yeah, no, yeah, it's music film. I mean, there's a couple things going on here. Like, we filmed it. Yeah. For it's sure, independent. Yeah. So it's an independent film. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. More than it is a music video. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would agree with We could probably submit that. it to Sundance. We should. Like, it's got... Yeah. I mean, it meets the criteria, I feel like, that they would require to submit something to, to some festival. Like a short film festival. It's like here's our film, and it's just right, a music right. video. But maybe it would be if we just called it a film enough. Yeah, people would be like, "Yeah, this like, is groundbreaking. Yeah, it's a film. It's short and it's akin to a music video, but it's a film." It's kind of like how Logic <laughs> made a album that he just said was a soundtrack to a book, and then it was therefore like didn't count as a Logic album. It's like, mm. oh, this is the soundtrack. Or mm, like how Donald right, Glover right. like had a quote like screenplay to go along with because the internet, and so therefore if you criticize because the internet, anyone can say I mean it's it's a soundtrack to a screenplay. It's not real music. Because <laughs> that's what Even we want people to say, say about us. We just want them to have ammunition <laughs> <laughs> to defend us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so boys, metaphorically speaking, how's your Tuesday? Um. Oh gosh! Wow, <laughs> oh boy! Metaphorically speaking, yeah. how's your Tuesday? It's like a cup of hot coffee at seven thirty at night mm. before a work day. <laughs> Amen. You know That's what a, I mean? Is that a good Tuesday? You know what I mean? So I don't know. In it's, Tuesday, it's a metaphor. In Tuesday, it's not currency. necessarily. It's not like a binary like, oh, yeah, scenario. You're, yeah. you're right. I did ask you metaphorically, and, that and was a metaphor. the metaphor is also very abstract. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what that would mean. It means like there's a, this anticipation because you yeah. mentioned before a workday. Yeah. Well, so you're drinking coffee because you coffee have to, right? At night. Yeah. Like you don't normally do that. I don't normally do that. The heat you have indicates a, reason for doing a suffocating feeling. Oh wow. Well, that's <laughs> that's a little bit harsher than I was going oh, really? for, but it was it was more tame. A, we'll let the the listeners unpack this one. You know what you can yeah. do is take the metaphor, write mm-hmm, it down, mm-hmm. you know, put it someplace where you'll where you'll remember it. Draft up an email with your interpretation of my metaphor, and then send it to podcast dot. No. Podcast <laughs> what is that? At, <laughs> podcast.com. At. Just send it there. <laughs> <laughs> Just send it to podcast.com. Podcast at, at mediocre, mediocre at bestband.com. Band. And I will judge it. Um, but in the meantime. Chris, how's your Tuesday? Metaphorically, metaphorically speaking. Oh, metaphorically speaking. I was going to just tell you good. You know, oh, that's fine. As everybody good knows. That can a be a metaphor. Good you is know, a metaphor. To be honest, for is powerful. Tuesday is me wishing I could stay up later mm. and do more things. Mm-hmm. That's what Tuesday is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. What's well, the day after now, Monday? Yeah. It's the day before Wednesday? Correct. You can and even it's say Tuesday. it's Tuesday. <laughs> so is does your metaphor entail you not having the physical ability that just, to stay the up? The thing is, Chris, having, like, oh, no, no. this just sounds like a physical... No, this is totally Just an event thing. that happens on a, Tuesdays. There's a, there's a metaphor in that. Yeah, yeah for like but you I just and your personality. Specifically, or? like, you're not allowed to stay up and you wish you Are could? You, so you're asking literally. Or like you can't... Well, like, it sounds like it's a literal like, situation. When he's he's asking about the literal aspect the metaphor. of the no, situation. No, that changes the metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. So if I if I were to go literal, yes, on this metaphor, I would say this aspect that it's not that I can't physically like I don't have the ability to stay oh, up. It's just you're it not allowed. Be wise of me. Oh, it's not about being allowed. I can it's do what I want. Your bedtime. <laughs> it's just it wouldn't be 
It's not the best option, but it feels it like, like the best it, option. It wouldn't be prudent until after I do it. <laughs> yeah, it's not prudent of me as a as an adult male. Okay, especially because you've got yoga in the morning. Exactly. Yeah, yeah we got okay, yoga so in that's the morning. Part of, yeah. Okay. So yoga is really kind of we do yoga auxiliary to the metaphor, man. Yeah. You Every day. Yeah, I got sponsored. Cool. Chris, did you get sponsored by yoga? By yoga? Hey. <laughs> Body by yoga. <laughs> Uh, so not a sponsor to Louise. What kind of brew we got today? Um, we got a boxed brew. Box of brew. This is our second-ish boxed brew. Mm-hmm, at least the mm-hmm. second this season. I don't. I don't know anything about this. I haven't even looked at this. Um, <laughs> Greater Goods what is Coffee this? Company. <laughs> I um, don't know what this is in front of me. This is a Halo Burriti Halle Berry. Um. <laughs> Hollow Buriti, Ethiopia, mm-hmm. um, washed Yurgachev, Yurgachev, um, right, right. light roast, boxed coffee. Let's make good trademark. Uh, yeah, so that's what we're sipping on today. I'll explain more about what's yeah, on this, this is box. What, the second boxed later. coffee we've had, yeah, this season, yeah, at least, yeah. Greater Goods Coffee, Greater, wow, Goods. Let's wow. make good. Oh. So we're sipping on that, and we're discussing the the concept, yeah. if you will, of underratedness. Because and we what did. I mean by yeah, that, go ahead, go ahead. What I mean by that go ahead. is not at all what I said. We're just going to talk about <laughs> underrated things. Mm. Bands, yeah. artists, music, um, singers, guitarists, writers... Um, producers, food, yeah. and, and anything else. I don't know what you guys uh, brought, but um, we were we spoke about overrated yeah. bands recently, and we started to talk about underratedness because I started talking about Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. and how like they're kind of a weird subset of underrated. And then we said, you know, we've already been going for fifty minutes. Why don't we save this for later? Exactly. So I'm not talking about Led Zeppelin today. But that's, you know, this is kind of a, a continuation. If this you is will. a leftovers episode. This yeah. is a leftovers Take of this a episode of a previous episode. Take this episode, pull it out of your fridge, open up mm-hmm. the Tupperware, like smell it first. Yeah. Because you want to make sure, it, yeah. pop it in the microwave, pull it out, and it's almost as good, mm-hmm. you know? You stir it. Stir it a little kinda, bit. You know, add some salt. Yeah, salt it. Maybe add some moisture to re- uh, Up. What are they? What are they Reincorpor- No, Re- Re-inv- It's not re. <laughs> it's not reinvigorate. Reconstitute. Ah, ah. constitution. Underrated words. Number one. Reconstitute. Is reconstitute. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um. So would you like to so go first? Should I go first? Wow. It seems like I mean. Wow. My. Right We're such orderly boys. Goodness. You I know. can go first. Who would um, like to start? Good boys. I can go first. You know who's an underrated band? Yeah. Go for it. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Quiz time. Shut up. I know. Oh, Quiz is that time. not a question? <laughs> anthrax. Okay. Oh, is Anthrax underrated? Anthrax Overrated is underrated. substance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't yeah, mess with Anthrax. <laughs> don't touch it. You know, just don't look really at it. Really overrated. People yeah. are always um, talking about like, man, I love Anthrax, but no, you don't. don't touch it. No. Anthrax is underrated. Um, uh, why? Because so Anthrax is a member, probably the least spoken about member of the Big Four of '80s thrash. So you got Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth. <laughs> is that a picture? <laughs> That's just actual Anthrax. <laughs> what on the molecular level? Um, is that what? <laughs> Yeah, so Slayer, yeah. Megadeth, Metallica, Anthrax. So um, immediately you're like, who is Anthrax? Because you hear those three huge names and then Anthrax, who nobody talks about. Right, right. But like Pantera. Yeah, and I'd say like even because Pantera kind of split off and did their like they kind of had their own fame separately of like the okay, 80s so like thrash movement. Yeah, like Deep Purple. <laughs> um, so like. Metallica, way overblown, 
right? I think we've complained about Metallica like without trying to a handful of times yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. I think of oh yeah. And then Slayer oh, 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 oh. like everyone loves Slayer. People but do everyone like only Slayer. likes like two songs from Slayer and then they like the vibe of Slayer. Mm-hmm. Like they like what you get to do when you go see Slayer. And like the the stand-up jokes about Slayer fans are like what people like about Slayer. Then you've got Megadeth who is probably technically like the best band in the group like on a technical level but and then you've got Anthrax who people like I think they're usually first cuz like no one is here to see Anthrax yeah yeah but like Anthrax has so many bangers you may know Madhouse I mean it was I on Guitar know Hero 2 it was on Guitar Hero 2 I might know no, it. it's a Madhouse that one you know that one yeah, sure. um yeah yeah banger and like I was more of a guitar Anthrax hero was more. Man, so. Oh, you were a three guy. Yeah. I, as huh? was I. See, yeah. three had more Metallica on it. I think. I think they all had Metallica, three. but only only one of them had Anthrax. Guitar what? Hero three had a. It wasn't like a DLC. It was just like an entire other game, just using mm-hmm. the same game. And it was all Metallica songs. Yeah, that's right. They guitar Hero three Metallica. <laughs> me and my brother got it. Yeah. You know, hooked it up to the tube TV in the basement. Yeah, and we got a few songs in. I was like, "This is just too much Metallica. This is, this is too much." Yeah, like <laughs> two, three songs in, like you already heard "Battery" and "Master of Puppets." Now you're like, "Uh, you know." So Anthrax, I feel more, and maybe this is why people don't talk about them, is like the underground, like punk style, mm. like was is kind of like Anthrax kind of undergirded that movement a like little bit independent more. Independent, like that sound. Filmmakers, yeah. They're more <laughs> inspired by Anthrax. So I feel like Anthrax stepped away from the thrash thing and mm. went more punk, which birthed like such a big like movement, like with Black Flag and then the pop punk thing with like Rise Against like later. That's all kind of Anthrax. They do look pretty punk. I'm looking because, at some pictures yeah, and man. They're definitely more punk than the other three bands who are just like unapologetically like thrash metal. They, there's a lot more nuance in Anthrax. Now, granted, they do have some stupid songs. Well, they their do, name they is do Anthrax. They have some, some dumb songs. Huh? Their name is Anthrax. Their name is Anthrax. And They're Anthrax is stupid. They're of a poisonous substance. They're su- so... They support a stupid practice of messing with Anthrax. But I also feel like their new music, like they released a an album in like 2011 called worship music i did yeah that like that album goes so hard was it like their sunday service choir it is (laughs) and it's so good and it's like at this point thrash is dead there's no 80s thrash wow but like at the point they released this album but then they're just they're just still doing it but they've modernized it and i feel like they've aged the best with all their new music Whereas you listen to like anything that Metallica made post like the year 1996 mm. and it's all garb. Mm-hmm. It's all trash. So I feel like more people need to talk about anthrax is kind of the, the moral here. Not one of my I favorites. That. I hear that. But like in the group and like in the bands people talk about that had so much influence, anthrax is, is left behind too much. Not to say they don't have like 15 million plays on their biggest songs. Yeah. But like, they just, they're not held up to the same, mm. the same light that everybody else is. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a crime. And, and that, worship music is, is still, is still hard. So you should listen to worship music. I like that. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm kicking us off with that. You know, I'm done with that. Anthrax. Anthrax. Overrated substance. Yeah. Underrated band. Yes. Precisely. Mm. I, I haven't listened to enough Anthrax. Yeah, I most, wish I had a strong opinion. <laughs> a lot of people looking haven't. see looking at their pictures, they do look really punk though. Yeah, they bring a very punk energy to the stage. Yeah. It's so it appears. Let's go to an Anthrax show. Yeah, next time anybody performs. Yeah, anybody. Yeah, next time anybody. anyone's anybody. playing, we go with the mindset yeah, of an Anthrax show. show. Like we can go to Big Four. 
but like <laughs> this is an anthrax show yeah. and then we're gonna leave when yeah. anthrax is done <laughs> <laughs> with, their, like, <laughs> with their 30 minute set because no one's here to see you anthrax. pay what like 150 dollars to get in yeah and watch the first 30 minutes oh, at, at least 150 <laughs> well are big four shows that expensive um yes dang that, yeah. that would make I, sense. I ain't going. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you won't, they you only won't catch me play there for 150. in like the biggest of arenas. I would imagine, fields. yeah. And they usually tour with a lot of big modern groups that mm. open for them. Mm-hmm. Like the biggest acts today are opening for Big Four, so it's like they need to be raking in money. Yeah. with this thing. So last time Megadeth was in town, like ten years ago, lawn seats were like a hundred dollars at the Red Hat. Will you like Ow. bring a blanket and sit yeah. on the grass? Yeah. 100 bucks. Dang. So man, I can only man. imagine that when Big Four roll through and they play like the NASCAR <laughs> stadium yeah. down in Charlotte or something, like it's got to be hundreds of dollars to get in. I feel like huge venues like that are such a gamble. Yeah. Because it is. Your experience is going to vary widely based on whether the mix is good yeah. in your particular location. Yeah. Yeah, and a but, lot of times what you'll end up with is the submix, yeah, of like the monitors that are halfway out. Oh yeah, that you're sitting underneath, a la the Weezer show we went to. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Which, as much as it pains me to say, Panic at the Disco had a better live set, better live than Weezer. Set. Honestly, what I found is that openers, because they don't have the cushiness of being yeah. the headliner. They try harder, yeah. And I think yeah. I think there's been a lot of good opening sets. I think we we talked about this like in relation to Colony well, House, right? Well, but Weezer yeah. and Panic like, were double headlining. Yeah, oh, but Weezer they? played yeah. like two hours, and Panic yeah. played like forty minutes. That's true. <laughs> Panic knew their audience, but no, they, it was a double headlining show. There was a double header. Yeah, yeah, but they yeah. only had one opener, so it was like. Panic was kind of who opened the soft side. I don't remember. Um, who opened. It was we showed up while they oh were playing. God. Oh God! And I me. knew their song that on the piano. We were in the parking lot walking, yeah. and I heard them they singing like it, and I was like, huge, "I've heard that song." One huge radio song, and that was it. It's something mm. with a like bear in the title. A bear. I want to say that seems like possible for sure. Boris <laughs> <laughs> the bear. <laughs> who? I don't know. All right, let's uh, move on. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I've got something underrated. Uh, okay, go ahead. Tell tell us something underrated, Chris. Underrated. Yeah. Underrated. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> here's what I was gonna say. Speakers. <laughs> okay. Speakers are underrated. Like, but it's coupled with those who speak. Headphones being overrated. Oh yeah, I got you. I, okay. So this okay. is a, this is a this is a double header. <laughs> yeah, I see. It is a double header. There's a lot of double headers going on. Right, right. Andrew McMahon in the wilderness. That sounds right. And the bears uh, <laughs> with the bears. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In the wilderness in with the cave. bears. <laughs> so, I feel like there's a lot of hype around headphones, mm. just for the average yeah. consumer. Like everyone's hyped about like yeah, like Beats came out and changed the game. Everyone was so hyped. But like you don't hear anyone Gross. talking about like there's a new set of speakers out, mm. except yeah. for like the studio people. Yeah, you know, or people talking about smart speakers. Yeah, exactly. Like Apple just Something. came out with their. Oh, did they home? They're like Apple smart home? speaker. Yeah, I think it's called <laughs> Apple Home or something wow. like that. Mm. And people are talking about how it's Apple. So, yeah. yeah, you know, people yeah. are they're they're freaking out. Yeah. So as far this as has like never I'm been done you, before, people I feel like people think the 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 perfect listening scenario for music mm. would be headphones. headphones. Mm. Yeah. I feel like your average person thinks that. Mm. I feel like... And so that's this is kind of an overrated yeah. statement. Yeah. But coupled with that, speakers are underrated. Mm-hmm. Because with speakers, you just get so much more in the listening experience. And I feel like it it creates a real experience, not a like silence. Ooh. Wow. A silence. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go relax in my room. Experience, which is fine, like an and I like of, that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. But speakers are underrated. I feel That's like all I have to say. The reason why is possibly because well, one like a market. It's a marketing thing. Like you market headphones because there's a bigger market for headphones, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Not everyone can sit 
in their room with right, some studio right. monitors and, and let it be known I, I have loudly. headphones and I and also yeah. I'm like about to start mixing on headphones primarily yeah because for that reason yeah exactly but I yeah. think another reason is because they don't sell a lot of um like speaker sets that are tuned a specific way or like EQ'd a certain way but like beats are EQ'd specifically like they're gonna boost the bass in every oh, song. But there, there's speakers so out buy, there for everything you. There are, do. but like no one's like, like Dre, isn't out here selling like bass boosted speakers at Walmart to people. Except for but the Bluetooth like, one. But it's like you. But buy, they're not as good as the headphones. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I feel like there's more. Like you listen to you buy beats if you listen to a lot of hip hop and you want as much bass as possible. But no one's out here selling speakers like that are around the same price, like with that selling point in mind. Yeah, yeah. Or like you buy headphones that are mid scooped, like, and it specifically is marketed like what the EQ is for them. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't, I don't feel like people are buying speakers for that reason. They buy speakers because they want like a pretty flat EQ yeah. most of the time that you're buying them. And so people don't want yeah, flat yeah. EQ because otherwise they'd be out buying like Audio Technica. Yeah, I guess they it, buy Beats and like all that other stuff. It has its advantages. Yeah. Is there a commentary to be made about the isolation and individualism of headphones over? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, over a PhD to be well, <laughs> done with a dissertation yeah, on a dissertation. that specific topic. Well, but it seems like. There's an enjoyment that you can have from having a nice set of like bookshelf speakers mm-hmm. where you play music in your living room and enjoy it with other people. Yeah. Um, there's an experience there that I don't think a lot of people have. Yeah, I feel like pretty free like less. not as frequently. Like when I go over yeah. to my grandpa's house, mm. we'll listen to music and we'll talk about it. Yeah. But I don't think that that's a common thing anymore and maybe that's just because there there's more there's engaging kids nowadays there's kids so it's like no but there's more engaging types of content available yeah but i don't know i think that there's something to that experience there's, so that's an underrated it. experience mm. yeah it seems like the majority of people and may, i this is definitely based on my experience but it seems like the majority of people listen to music in isolation yeah alone yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unless they're at a yeah. show, which headphones work better at for a show? Unless yeah. it's the because you wouldn't want someone to hear what you're listening to. Yeah, Unless gross. it's Metallica playing in um, Antarctica in a bubble where everyone has headphones on. Yeah, except for that. Yeah, but then you're all in. I mean, well, <laughs> I'm just throwing a <laughs> yeah. You're just throwing a throwing a curveball, throwing here. a bone. Yeah, I'm, I'm throwing a bone. Throw a bone in the plan. But yeah, so I, I can agree with yeah. you. I think speakers. Having a nice set of speakers in your home somewhere where not only you can enjoy music in the air, there's a certain width, there's a certain experience yeah. that you can only have when it's, you know, it's not right on your ears. Oh, so and it's being way able more comfortable too. To share that with other people. Yeah. yeah. I think there's there's something to that. Yeah. That's underrated. Yeah. All right. Dan, do you have Agree. an underrated item before we jump into the brew? Now we can hit this brew. Let's Woo! hit a brew. Uh, um. So we have options here. Um. What are our options for the bag? You want to read the bag that I brought? Um. Okay, the <laughs> options are. Options? Well, so there's another I coffee. Sh- I want to shake this. Um. Yeah, shake it. First, I want to shake it. Box closed completely. Okay. Bag inside. There's a yeah. bag in the box. Yeah. Similar to the last box. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to shake this box closed, bag inside. Like really mm-hmm. warm, kind of yep. deep. But now I'm going to shake it. There's a throatiness. Lid open. Oh. Okay. Watch this. Yeah. Are you watching? There's Brings still out like, more of the highs. Yeah, there's still a depth there yep. from yep. the box. But yeah, so now like the kind of the high mids are a lot more present here. And then bag out. But the bag inside doesn't seal, so I had to put it in kind of upside down. Ooh. Now that's Way just less disgusting. resonant. 
That's way less disgusting. resonant. There's a there's a crunchiness. Yeah, there's it's a crispiness. Not, it's not a pleasant crunchiness. You know, um, an underrated part of the, the coffee drinking coffee. experience is shaking <laughs> the bag. Yeah, the bag not shake. enough people <laughs> shake the bag. So we've got a Greater Goods Coffee Company out of Austin, Texas. Um, Austin. Oh, I'm sorry. Boston, Boston, Texas. Texas? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It w- says what? What are you sorry they about? They say like Austin all over their stuff, uh-huh. but it's ro- it's roasted in Dripping Springs, Texas. Ooh, <laughs> Dripping Springs, Springs, man. Which, I mean, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I feel like if you're not in Austin proper, can you really say roasted in Austin? I don't know. That that feels a little cheap. Yeah, but if that they would said, be... if everything they had said Dripping Springs, Texas, people would be like, yeah, okay. That would be, be like a band, an indie funk band from Wake Forest, uh-huh. North Carolina, well, no, saying on. that they're from Raleigh. Hang on. <laughs> I live in Raleigh. <laughs> that you, so, you do. We're one live, third in Raleigh now. I live like Our 100 water through the city of Raleigh. That's, that's true. true. Don't forget I live that. like a hundred well, feet into power Raleigh. is still wake power, but that's like right. for the county. But so it's, it's the in power the is county. provided by a oh, Raleigh company, mm-hmm. so we're pretty much. Man, are not y'all lying. not out here on Duke Energy? No, nah. man, y'all stop. Uh, so this is a limited release. Maybe that's why there's a box. A limited um, release. Hallo Bariti. Yeah, I'm getting some lemon. You're right. Yeah, a, that's uh, what I was thinking. It is a lemon to There's release. a scale. I like I like packaging that has scales on it. Yeah. Um, so there's a scale of light to dark, and it's like 80% toward light. Um, the tasting notes listed for this washed Yergachev, jasmine, vanilla, and lychee syrup. Mm. Lychee um, syrup? I don't know what that is. Let's make good. Follow us at GG Roasting. Like good game, good yeah. game roasting. Let's make let's make uh, GG roast. Let's see what else is on here. Roasted ten twenty. Is this gamer coffee? This is this is. <laughs> Can real we get gamer, gamer coffee? coffee with RGBs? Yo, that's an untapped <laughs> industry right there. There, there actually is one. Um, a gaming centric, like coffee roastery. It's probably like the metal coffee where it's just like all about caffeine. It's oh. it's kind of it's not it's more of like an artwork thing. Oh, it's like the it doesn't look like it's very good coffee. Let me start with that because like there's little information about it. I don't know what it's called, but it's like here's this blend that has this cool drawing on the bag that's reminiscent of gaming, mm-hmm. and then here's this other one you could buy. So it's like it's more of like an art piece. Yeah, in a bag of coffee yeah it's like i don't care about coffee enough to care what's in this bag but it looks cool and i'm a gamer girl so i'm gonna (laughs) buy it so what do you guys think about gg roasters it's good it's kind of light wow am i right well it's funny you should say that because it's a light roasted coffee wow i guess i'm pretty smart it's also a washed so yeah i just feel like it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't have a lot of body to it. Yeah, and which is I. I would say crisp. It, it is crisp. Like I. I take that as a positive. Thing. I. Yeah, I'm crisp. Yeah, <laughs> but also the coffee. I see you. I. It's got some. I like it. It's just like I feel like for Man, late at night. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of here's, a bright morning coffee. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, boys. It's just how not many? Right. How many light roasted? Wash processed Yurgachevs yeah. have we had that yeah. taste good and, <laughs> and we like them. Doodle doo. And blah, yeah. blah, blah. I guess yeah. I'm bored. Okay. No, I'm with you. Okay. I'm bored of this flavor. Mm. It's, I will say, this it's is nice. A good, it's pleasant. This is a good example of the style. Present. I feel like is more flavorful than the standard washed Yurgachev. I prefer the natural Yurgachev we had a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, yeah, I don't remember who it, uh, I don't remember who it was though. Was it Square was Mile? Was it Irving? No, I think it might have been uh, Irving Farm. Irving Berlin? From New York. Yeah, from New yeah, York. Yeah, because I said Irving York. Berlin. From New yeah, York. Irving Berlin. So like oh, I like that because it did so much different with the region, um, with the process. But this I think is like this is kind of gold standard for washed Yurgachev region whereas the the one we had yeah. last week i think we all agreed was a little bit bland 
for yeah. the style. Yeah. This is kind of This is a great example because this it's got a, yeah. some of those deeper like bitter flavors, some of yeah. those like cocoa nib. Yeah. But then it also has the brighter yeah. flavors as well. It's just so. it's super well rounded. It is light, but in like a like it's crisp yeah. and finishes easy. Not light as in faint. This is a great coffee. Yeah. Make no mistake. Yeah. I'm just bored because we've been reviewing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we said last week too, because we yeah. had a um yeah. a Guji. Yeah. Which is probably what we'll natural. have next week. I think it's <laughs> yeah, just because you have a Guji natural. <laughs> it's true of anyone who reviews a lot of things. Yeah. Is that you get used to whatever is in like whatever's in vogue. Yeah. And you kind of yearn for something new. Yeah. Which coffee, it's kind of hard to <laughs> to branch out. Like, but this is good coffee. It, it's it's going to be hard for us to find anything in coffee that we're like, man, this is refreshing. <laughs> like we, need, we can have like we need to get a Central American coffee because yeah. we haven't had one in like two months. Which I feel like we're going to get one, and I guarantee we're going to be like, ah, oh, this is like, bad. Uh, I mean, for, <laughs> for an Ecuador, it's it needs okay. Some more fruit. <laughs> For a Colombia, I mean, everyone's had a Colombian, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So you're right, but you're right. But props to uh to GG Coffee. Yeah, props. Yeah, this big is good. props. Go. It's not bad. If you're in, the, the packaging, if you're in Dripping Springs, I'm gonna be honest. I like the packaging. The better packaging than the is for Do packaging you? points, Do you? but neither are bad. But yeah. the packaging is better than the coffee. Superlative yeah. packaging. Mm. Oh yeah, superlative yeah. for sure. Yeah, you get word. the senior superlative. Yeah, for best package. A good word. Uh, so you'd rate this. <laughs> um, how would you rate this? I would rate this box out of. No, we rated the no, last box no, we, coffee. We a box, box out of not. Um, Let's talk about uh, delicious out of normal. Yeah, I'd rate this gold out of standard. Oh wow. That seems really high. It's not the gold standard for coffee. Okay. It is gold out of standard for the style of coffee that this is. <laughs> That's what I say. Um, any lasting thoughts? Lasting? Any last words? <laughs> it's good. Good job, uh, yeah. Gigi. Liked. Gigi. We'll purchase again. again. Oh, well, purchase or drink again. Yeah. Good. Good. That was a loud one. Man. <laughs> you know what's underrated, what's boys? Underrated? Just amongst both musicians, but then also the general populace, mm-hmm. bass guitar. Mm. Yeah. 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 Fle- flesh that out. Yeah. Most like people expound. talking about people broadly. Mm hmm. Don't even listen, recognize, or hear the bass guitar. Mm. They hear a song, and they don't realize the subterranean craft that's Mm. happening. And then most musicians tend to focus on the virtuosic or flashy instruments like piano, Mm. you know, electric guitar, Mm -hmm. vocalists who who can really, you know, belt it. Yeah. And I think... As I've aged, <laughs> I'm getting up yeah. there in age. Yeah. You know, getting I'm old. really that weathered. Bass guitar makes or breaks good music. Music, yeah, yeah. Now, doesn't always have to be a guitar, but I think bass guitar itself has been lampooned mm-hmm. so frequently that I would say it's underrated. Wow, thank you. Wow, for coming lampoon to my bass talk. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it is funny to hear like music critics or just musicians critiquing music that are bass players because they always talk about things that you're not expecting to hear because that's what they're listening for and it's so like uncommon Mm. for you to hear somebody else talking about the bass line Mm -hmm. even if you notice it like you're not listening to a review of a song or an album expecting anyone to say anything about what the bass is doing yeah and that's a crime because it's true like if you've got a solid band but a bad bassist 
They can take the whole thing down it's, with them. It's oh, all, yeah. It's, yeah. It's the gone. bassist has a lot of power. That's the few times yeah. that I've played bass for someone, I've loved it. <laughs> You've because, gone mad with power. <laughs> yeah, because Pecans. one, the stuff that I've played has been relatively easy mm-hmm. on bass, but easy note wise and easy maybe to remember like your arrangements. But what's hard about it is holding down that rhythm mm-hmm. and the groove. But once you get that locked in, you have so much power. You yeah. you can drive the band or you can hold them back. Like you can you can decide that this is going to be a down verse if you yeah. just bring yeah. it down back burst. or stop just, playing. If you just stop playing, yeah, exactly. Bass and is like you can just tell people what to do. You can also decide what chord everyone's playing. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, yeah, you can either hide your mistakes the best or not at all. As the bassist. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of, it's it's either or. Because you can just invert the chord by accident. Yeah, And it yeah, sounds yeah. funky. But also, like, if the bass leans in on a diamond on the wrong note, and it's <laughs> not and it's not in the scale, like, it's, it's over. The song's over. But a lot of people may not know that that was your mistake. Because they're not paying attention to bass. So they just hear something go, ooh, oh no, what happened? And they look at like the band leader, like, what do you do? Like, I'm talking to the audience, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, but but also like the bassist can make the biggest mistake. But also like depending on the frequency you're playing within, you can also hide your mistakes the oh, easiest. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah, like a lot of people won't it's a weird realize dichotomy. that a wrong note's being played because it's so low. Yeah. Especially if you have like a five string or something, yeah, and you're playing those real low notes on that low B string, it's almost unless you're like a bassist already in tune with those frequencies, you can't. The average person can't really hear the note; they just mm-hmm. feel the rumble. Yeah, and so you can play a wrong so note can, down there. You can hide down, and there. it'll just be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I only play the low B <laughs> <laughs> because also, then <laughs> with the bass, if you like go up high. Sometimes it almost has more energy than yeah. down low. Like you, I just feel like the range yeah. has so much more power than guitar. It guitar, is guitar. It's like, like you can play up high or down low, and the frequencies are fairly similar for yeah. average music. I have watched some videos like of bad producers um, using like they're tuning their their uh, bass frequency to like how it rumbles uh-huh. so like i watched a video that metro boomin was doing oh yeah and i'm not gonna come out here and say metro boomin is a bad producer but he was like i love c sharp for my like my kick drum yeah, yeah. i love c sharp because it just feels the best which there, there's but some legitimacy the to that song well the song was just completely in a different key yeah. it had nothing to do with c sharp <laughs> which is like it's okay because it's so low. One of the reasons I don't like Metro Boomin is because <laughs> half of the stuff yeah. he does. Well, and this is why I say I'm not saying he's bad. Yeah. But so a lot of the music he, he makes is not listenable on like standard equipment. Mm. Like he uses frequencies so low that if you don't have a sub, then you can't hear it. Mm. And then it sounds like thin. And so therefore, he can use frequencies that sound good to him on his sub. That have nothing to do with the key of the song he's making, and like, and he can kind of get away with it. But hiding his mistakes. If you, if you can hear it, you're like, yo, this is this C sharp that you're using. <laughs> it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work here when it's just being like because it's just the kick. So it's, it's through like the an, whole like an thing, and you can't get away from it. Yeah. Oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Tuned eight oh eight. So here's a question, Sam. I'm ready. Are eight oh eights? To a hip hop track, mm-hmm. the timpani to an orchestra. Mm. <laughs> um, yes. Mm. That's easy. You know, on average, <laughs> wow. done. Move on average, on. the timpanist is the third highest paid member of the third of highest a, of an orchestra. Who's yeah. who's the top two? Top Probably like is first violin, first violin. Yep. Number two is first trumpet, first tubanist. Uh, uh and then yeah, tubanist. Usually oboe <laughs> is really high up there. Oh shoot! And yeah, bassoon, Gabriel. 
Yeah, because Gabriel. Yeah. yeah, come on. He kind of he kind of really sold yeah. the oboe and <laughs> bassoon and oboe are up there on pay because like we'll they'll find one of them at any given music school and be like we we have to do whatever we can to keep these people. But yeah, the the timpanists are really high paid and it's because they undergird so much and they're also they generally play the most. Like if you go all the way back to like the history of all the music that the symphony might play, mm. like the common denominator is timpani. Mm. And yeah, if your timpani's out of tune, some ears may not hear it, but something's off. Yeah. Something's off if but you're it's on also, it's funny. if you're on D ten cents sharp when you're supposed to be on D. I feel like how timpanis work contrary to eight oh eights is depending on how you hit them, the pitch changes wildly. And which I, everything kind of does that. Mm-hmm. Like when you first strike it, it's as sharp as it will be. And then yeah. the pitch goes down. And timpanis, maybe it's just I've heard bad players. I don't know. I feel like I've heard timpanis. Well though, that depends on mallet it'll selection just be, too. Boom. Yeah. And like I don't know what note that was. Well man. so there'd be there would be a reason why you would maybe go for a hard tipped mallet if it's going to be a more percussive and less of a tonal thing um like quads yeah like quads (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you'd use a soft tipped mallet if it's all tonal and then that's not going to give you that like that initial sharp attack attack. it's all resonance just so softly resonates so you have to you have to be careful what kind of mallet you're using let's get into timpani let's uh, let's buy What do you buy a set of timpanis? Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're always like in threes. It's gonna be, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna run us roughly twenty grand. We can do it for a set. It's we not, can do not, it. Not the worst. Fund. Um, if you'd like to contribute yeah. to the um, timpani fund, you can. Uh, we'll you can email yeah, we'll us. Cash can PayPal, PayPal to podcast at mediocreatbestband.com, oh, yeah. and we can figure that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll just we'll we'll no sort problem. details out. Can I segue yeah, yeah. this percussion conversation into maybe a final? Yeah, underrate. Yeah, which is. I'm going to say this is both an underrate and an overrate all at once. Mm-hmm. Ringo. Ringo Starr? Wow. Ringo Starr. Underrated? Underrated. In what way? And overrated. Even after what Purdy said? Yes. Okay. Nobody. Okay. <laughs> the average person doesn't even know who Purdy is. Purdy as, said. As much as it pains me to say. Purdy is a drummer. And he made Bernard a Purdy. shuffle. And played for Steely Dan. The yes. shuffle kind of originated mm-hmm. with Steely Dan. Because yeah. they said we want something that's like, that's like a blues shuffle, but it has like the drive of a funk song. Yeah, and he said, "I know he just said, the thing." He said, "I'll cook something up for you." So, you know, revered drummer, amongst those who know, said he claimed mm-hmm. amongst a lot of other outlandish things in an interview. <laughs> <laughs> he said that they would be tracking with Ringo, and he'd be struggling, mm-hmm. and they would say, "Hey." Go grab lunch. We'll come back, and and we'll we'll kind of re re up, mm. and we'll we'll sort this out, and you'll get a final a good take. He would go to lunch. They would have somebody else come in, <laughs> yeah, track the drum parts, get them out of there before mm. he came back, and then when he came back, they would tell him, you know what, we had a good take in there. Here, listen, <laughs> and he wouldn't Man, be able to that's tell. Great. Now that's what Purdy so like, said. I don't. We don't know if it's it true to say that Ringo yeah, right. was a bad. Drummer. There were other <laughs> things that were very outlandish. More than that, that mm-hmm. were confirmed from the Purdy interview. Yeah. But with that cloud hanging over Ringo, what yeah. is your defense? So, like, that's not every single song, though, right? Like, that's not all of the know. Beatles' discography. I don't. Hey, that's no. what Purdy said, and probably not. So, Ringo. So at the and very also, least, Paul McCartney is known for being a like very particular about parts. Yeah. Mm. Whereas like Lennon wasn't as much. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that could have had something to do with yeah. it. But hey, so, like and at the one's very least, alive. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> what are you gonna do? About that? You can't say that. Ringo, Ringo <laughs> at least soon. laid the groundwork. Yo, you know is what I mean? John Lennon's death still still too soon. Too is that soon? sensitive? Too soon. What was that in the sixties or the early seventies? Hey, whatever it was is too that. soon. <laughs> Ringo, anyway, Ringo, Ringo, tell us about Ringo. Had good parts, did he? Or he, was it the guy who tracked? He form? held it down. <laughs> he see. Here's the thing, <laughs> Ringo, to fool Ringo. Yeah, the guy's got to play Ringo's parts. 
Otherwise, Ringo's going to be like, I didn't play that. Well, so that's like, not, that's not what Purdy And said. when Ringo was on, Ringo was holding it down. Okay. Now, Purdy, lo- much love for Purdy. Hey. I just can't believe. You don't believe? That it? every single like record it the Beatles every. ever made does not actually have Ringo on it. I want to believe because that, though, because it's hilarious. It is hilarious. But so, and part of why I say Ringo is overrated is because some of the parts he'd play, people would say were very, like, inventive mm. and very forward thinking. Mm. And they weren't, they mm. were just backwards. Oh. And the reason why is because. He's a Ringo was left-handed. This is why you're defending him. Because <laughs> ah, he's left-handed. Now it all comes back so I defend, to the South Paul. I defend uh-huh. his left-handedness, <laughs> but I do not defend the fact that he would play standard fills and licks backwards because he couldn't right-hand lead. So he'd start on the floor, Tom, yeah. and work his way up because he could only left-hand lead. You think that's a myth? That's true. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you think that, that they were just, just lying? Like it's dumb. Those who worked with Ringo were like, I mean, he said himself, like, he would set up his kit. Or no, no, no. It was that he would set up his kit. I don't know. It was like he'd set it up left-handed, but then play right. Like, whatever it was, it was literally just that he'd play it backwards. Mm-hmm. So, like, things that sound like, oh, like... <laughs> Man, Ringo was just doing it different. Mm-hmm. It was like he was so like breaking the mold of rock drums. Now he's playing backwards because he can't play it the right way. <laughs> mm. So like that's the overrated aspect of like his invention as a musician. Yeah. But like you can't deny he was playing those live shows. <laughs> I've heard the live recordings. I've seen the videos. Yeah. He was he was up now, there. Purdy for said sure. that he had a stunt he double, was up there. <laughs> and they would drug him and every show. And he brought Purdy the, knows all these secrets. He brought the energy, <laughs> and Ringo would be <laughs> Ringo would be laid <laughs> out for days. <laughs> so when you compare Ringo to John Bonham, yeah. Wait, hold, hold on. on. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I, okay, good. Because John Bonham is a better drummer than I Ringo. Know, I got mad respect for Ringo. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people don't. Mm, yeah, they true. trash yeah, Ringo yeah. as like a bad drummer. Underrated. I see. I see. You're saying he's underrated. Oh. Underrated. Oh. However, his techniques are overrated. Mm. Okay. Okay. Does that, does yeah, that yeah. make sense? That, that parses out for me. That's easy enough. If you disagree... Let us know via email. Mm. Podcast at mediocrebestband.com. That sounds good. Yeah. Who's better? Ringo or Ringo Bonham? or Bonham. Let us know. Yo. Ringo or Bonham. <laughs> <laughs> the most the most stacked competition. <laughs> hey, hey, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> Ringo Bonham or Purdy. Uh, you, you, get, you get three options. You know, no, no, no. Hold on, no. This is a fair okay. competition. You get three, fair? three options. Should we do one hundred percent fair? <laughs> Next March, should we do a drummer greatest drummer bracket? Yeah, yeah, that'd but be fun. Pick like. Why do we need to do? Why well, do we need to do munch, the month March of March? Madness. The munch, <laughs> the munch, the munch of March, <laughs> munch madness. Well, because of munch madness. Everyone's doing bra- brackets is right, right. Brackets of other things yeah. now. I know, but what I'm saying is like this is the type of thing that we could do in like an hour. Yeah, but it's not a meme. <laughs> and March Madness is a month long because you wait for the games to take place. Yeah, it's, it's not that way we can not wait March. for the March Madness. The drummers to face off. Right. Oh yeah, we have to set up the face offs for yeah. for Bottom and Ringo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Man, okay, yeah, I can we can start putting yeah, the list yeah. together. Okay. Who's gonna be on there? Like I think Dilla, um, Questlove's <laughs> gotta be on there. Metro Boomin definitely has to be I on mean, there. I mean Nate Smith. The drummer who looks like oh. Will Ferrell would yeah. need to be on there. You Louis see, Cole. Nate Smith. You wanna say Nate Smith drummer. versus Purdy versus Bonham versus Ringo. It's Nate Smith. It's Nate Smith. There's so all many day. hidden. See, drummers. but that's the bracket. The fun of the bracket is you get to not just say that, but yeah. then you get to Say that you get to write the yeah, name. Yeah, in the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's do the bracket. You get I to like do like power idea. rankings and yeah. like an over under and like write ups each week. Yes, and like 
That's great. And let's see, put money down see, on See, in this round, in Nate Smith versus Purdy, you know, Nate Smith is, you know, kind of coming in at a plus seven. I would, you know what I would <laughs> totally watch is, yeah. is a tournament like that. Yeah. Just like. Yeah. Like you've got announcers, yeah. you've got too many cameras, and you've got just drummers. Yeah. And they just go out there, you know, they're taking the towel off. Yeah. They've and got like someone. Off. They've got a coach, and then yeah. they just sit down. I would. I would watch. That. It doesn't make any that. sense because who's the guy who's going to win is like uh, the Chili Peppers drummer or something, you know? Because Chad he's Smith. flashy enough. Yeah, Chad yeah. Smith. Well, the no, this is an like intellectual. Like, there's going to be points to earn because yeah. it's, it becomes, it's like, it becomes it's too like subjective. Basketball. No, 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 no. See, that's the thing. You got to embrace it. Okay, embrace. All right, heard. Yeah. You it's have like, to be it's open. like boxing. We, get, we do points. Like, you have to be open to it. Each 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 successful land is a point. Yeah. Okay. You know they're counting punches. Like they're going to be counting like perfect rim shots. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> boxing is so subjective already. Yeah. That that's a perfect. So here's analog. the thing. Guaranteed to win a boxing match if you knock him out. Yeah. Same concept. Yeah. Nate I Smith think, okay. just has to have a knockout prepared if nate right. smith and ringo <laughs> yo nate smith would knock ringo out you'd not how, exactly. how long how like, long do you think it would take i take i give him one round oh you give him one whole round even all right heard <laughs> yo ringo's gonna last a whole ringo's gonna last a whole round just dodging yeah yeah yeah, yeah he's running <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> just go he's <laughs> running <laughs> nate smith uh, man he he's, he's doing just, that he's, freaking shuffle for the whole time <laughs> Man, I would definitely solo. Oh, I would definitely <laughs> like to see the, um, the drummer who plays with Adam Neely, the ball dude. Oh, Sean Crowder. Yeah, Sean I Crowder. I definitely Crowder. Like see Crowder in there. Crowder's top man. <sighs> the man dr- has great YouTube content. And he does. Steve Jordan. Does. I don't know who Steve Jordan. Steve, is. Steve Jordan. Steve Jordan. Of... He was in John Mayer Trio. He was the drummer, oh. and also on like every John Mayer album. <laughs> oh. He'd be. Oh, I'd put him in. You know, but he'd be he the can, upset. He can play. No, homeboy. <laughs> so Steve Jordan. <laughs> can you guys believe? <laughs> no, Steve Jordan is like a famous session musician that yeah. just happened. Yeah. John Mayer hired him. The session musicians good. would be the would be, be like the, the, the yeah the Freemasons. Yeah. <laughs> what am the, I trying to say? Because they free agents. They, free agents. Yeah, the they'd Freemasons. be the Freemasons because <laughs> they've all got the chops. Exactly. But you only know them but they don't just have as name. recording artists. Yeah. Yeah. But then they come out. Yeah. I would yeah. 100% pay to watch this. All right. Uh, what, what, go watch Swim Meet. Swim Meet video is on YouTube. Swim Meet video. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. Go you, check it out. Google mm-hmm. Mediocre at Best. Not Google. YouTube search it. No, no, no. You could Google it too. Hang Google Mediocre at the... Best Band. There's another band out there. No, don't no, pay yeah, them yeah. any mind. I'll give yeah, you yeah. the URL. Okay, t- tell no, no, it's right. H- get your hands ready. U2.be slash VBN 789NU-S. That's the one you want to go to. not that long. Wow, that's really short. It's not that long. 9NU-S? The channel URL is super long. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, we got to get to 100 subscribers before we can change our channel URL. So ah, yeah. subscribe so that we subscribe. can change our URL. We've got some other videos on there too. Yeah. Uh, a couple yeah. live videos. They're pretty, they're pretty good. You know, they're, they're fun videos. Some stuff that we did uh, a couple years ago. ago. Yes, man. Some fun stuff. Playing the chicken. We did play the chicken. It was good times. Yeah. And get out of here. Get out of here. Weave. <laughs>